This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. What do you think, this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this, and bing you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, yeah. Live at Two Five. Two. Two. Nine minutes after five o'clock here on what was a really cold day. It's still cold. It was uh, seven degrees in the morning. I was up in Clayton, got up to around 25 degrees today. Uh, just uh, a beautiful December. It truly is. It's uh, that time of year again. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, there's a. I do, I do it every year. There's a, well, there's a beautiful house in Clayton off Route 12 that has more decorations than a local racetrack. No, it's good. Just as much. A lot. And so uh, uh, I, 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 uh, I have done videos for this. But I was referred by Ronald Harper for this deal years ago. I've been doing it ever since. I think I missed one year. So this is my eighth or ninth. I can't remember now. But anyway, it's a beautiful home. They, they go out. It's one of those homes where they go out of their way, decorations everywhere, every corner of the house, all the, the property. It's, it's, it's almost in itself a cul-de-sac where you go in one entrance and out the other. So they really put together their own little winter wonderland. So I talked to the drone guy today. He's a character. We all know him as Johnny Truesdale. And he does great work. He's excited. He just bought a house, apparently, selling his calendars. He's the drone guy of... Uh, North, really, he's, he's, he's amazing what he does on the river. Mostly on the river. He does a lot of stuff. He's Critter's nephew. For all, all you uh, keeping score at home, everyone knows Gary Williams, known as Critter. Johnny Truesdale is his nephew, and he does a lot of drone stuff. So, as you might have, a creative guy like Johnny's, you know, a little zany, you know. So I said, yeah, uh, can you go down there when you get a chance? He said, wow, can't we change it up? I was like, what are you talking about? I said, well... You know, it's it's we're doing the same thing every year. I said, well, you know, he's kind of right. I mean, I know they change the arrangement, they add stuff, but for the most part, it does look a little bit similar. It's a beautiful place. Don't get me wrong. And I typically do different angles. I try to change it up. So he said, oh, I got a guy that could be a Santa Claus. So sure enough, I wish I could show everyone right. I wish I could be on TV right now. If I was on TV, la la la. Sorry. Anyway, uh, he's, and he, he showed me a picture of him. He says, yeah, I, I know this guy. He's a Santa Claus. And it's not Tim Allen. And he comes and he, and he took a picture of him. He said, oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing the foot. And he showed me, my, talk about an authentic looking Santa Claus. So this should be fun. I, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. But he, apparently he's, he's doing it as we speak. So uh, look for a different look to the uh, Clayton Christmas home this year when you see it on, on News Junkie. Should be exciting. All right, so the other announcement today is uh, this from James Eulinger. 
Oh, boy, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't want to be thrown off the air. Oh, it's James, you licked my finger. Oh, no, I didn't say it right. Oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm, I'm canceled. Uh, for immediate release, Brian Peck, uh, we, we've, you know, Brian Peck, one of the uh, p- political figure, former owner of Coughlin Printing, by the way, or co-owner. Uh, Peck announces candidacy for Jefferson County Treasurer. Champion New York, Brian Peck, a businessman, lifelong Jefferson County resident and champion town supervisor, today announced his candidacy for the Jefferson County Treasurer. Uh, the four-year position is up for election in 2023. The 45-year-old Brian Peck, registered Republican, will seek the conservative line in addition to his party's line. Yes, he, uh, he, he took a page out of Susan Duffy's book. He got the conservative line, too. The Jefferson County Treasurer's office has violated the public's trust by its lax oversight of the public's money, said Peck. If elected, I'm committed to reestablishing that trust and adding two additional pillars, transparency and technology. Peck, who started Coughlin Printing at age 25 and grew the business to 14 employees, has the expertise to manage an office and protect every dollar as if it was his own. He says, and I quote, The treasurer's role to keep the legislative body and county administrative apprised of where we are, where we're going, and what pitfalls and windfalls we have along the way. That's almost like a Jim Brett quote. Not for nothing, but, you know, Jim, great man in himself. But let's read that again. The treasurer's role, I'm, I'm not picking on Brian. I just want to read that again. Sometimes I, it's comprehension. It's a problem for me. The treasurer's role is to keep the legislative body and county administrator apprised of where we are, where we're going, and what pitfalls or windfalls may be along the way. I intend to be highly visible and work in tandem with lawmakers for financial health of this county. I also believe the transparency will help repair any public trust and uh, that was broken when lax oversight by our current office uh, holder allowed an employee to steal $11,000 over the course of several months. Wow, there's a little commentary in here. This isn't, this isn't just one of those announcements where it's like, hey, I'm a proud guy. I'm a father of three, blah, blah, blah. I own my own business. No, he's throwing jabs at the current administration. I didn't know about this. An employee has stole $11,000 over the course of several months. That's lax. You know, I never saw the word lax in, in, in context ever other than, you know, Los Angeles Airport. That's it. So you learn something every day. Peck will draw on his experience in government business and New York Guard, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's also part of the New York Guard. So he's proud military. So there you go. That's a big announcement right there. Young guy, 45 years old. Good guy. I always like Brian. Brian's a stand-up dude. So it's a quarter after. What else should we talk about? <laughs> I, I, you know, I try to, I try to uh, vary you know, things up here. Because if you haven't noticed, if you've been living under a rock somewhere here in Watertown, the, the big story, of course, is uh, what happened last night. And uh, it is what it is. So we have, uh, again, I, I, again, just, just for the record, I, I don't want to come across this, you know, in one way or the other. I, 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 was, I, just, I was shocked how this came up. Apparently it started in August. I did not know that. One thing led to another. The vote was done last night. It's over. We have a golf course. I, I'm, the one thing, and I've said this to several people, including the people involved in all this, one of which owns one of the golf courses, I just say it's a shame that we're going to lose half of, uh, of Ives in all this. It's just a personal grievance, that's all. I, ne- I don't like to see a tree torn down. But uh, that's a beautiful course. But that's, that's what we got to do. That's progress. You know, we don't have any bowling alleys anymore. I mean, we got one. We have one or two. Does anyone bowl anymore? Things change. 
And I get that. You know, kids aren't going to go out and learn golf. No one wants to learn the foxtrot. 22 countries in three. Sorry, I'm getting off into a tangent here. Didn't mean to do that. So I just we move on. It's the year 2022. Golf isn't what it used to be. John Thompson wanted this to be a sanctuary for everybody. Somehow or other, all this is kind of changing. Whether it's better or worse, I really don't know. But a lot has been said in the last couple of weeks and certainly the last couple of days. So I offer it as a last uh, opportunity if you want to chime in and uh, say your two cents. But I think at this point, I'm going to be like Lisa La Jolla. I'm going to shut everything down. You can't talk about it ever again. Never again. No, I was kidding. So if you want to, by all means, 755-1240. So we, I mentioned uh, uh, Brian uh, Peck is going to run for county treasurer. There's, there's, a, there's a political office we haven't really paid any attention to over the years. And it gets back to what I was saying yesterday. And we've kind of been jabbing at people in the legislature. You know, we're as a, how many we got? Like thirteen of them around. You know, that show up every Tuesday night at the county building. They're probably heading over there right now. You know, with a you know, little Pepsi and you know just whatever. Talk about this and talk about that. When's the last time anyone? You know, first of all, are they even videotaped? Do they even videotape the legislative branch when they have their meeting? No, no one cares. No one cares. Show up. Their meetings are you know, like Lisa said yesterday. Their Lisa, uh, she said this during. Uh, in uh, the chambers yesterday, uh, d- during last night's special meeting, where Jeepers, you know, you got, uh, you we could be all legislators. You go there for 35 minutes, you get paid more. <laughs> I don't know if she said that then or there. I know we were discussing it, and I was kind of mocking it myself. But it is a good gig because you can be a public official and not be s- scrutinized as much. I-, I can't remember the last time anyone had a, a t- any type of grievance against a county legislator or for the entire uh, the bunch of them and, and their decisions over the year. But something like this has really raised a lot of concern by a lot of people. I just hope it all works out. I hope at the end of the day we don't have any tragic consequence where we could have used that money for something else, which I, I can't see that. Because in the whole scheme of things, yes, $3.4 million is a lot of money, but it really it's not a lot of money. It's hard to explain. Yes, that would be handy if in the case we need a new covert or something that were, or a sewer uh, uh, portion of, of, of lower Washington Street fell apart in the next week. That money would come in handy. But something tells me things are going to work out, folks. It usually always does. So uh, yeah, there's always, always a way to look at it optimistically. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. I just kind of wanted to correct you on one thing. You made some comments about the yep. how golf is almost kind of a passe thing. Yep. And I've talked to uh, over the past couple of years, and since COVID broke out, hmm. it g- golf courses have made more money than they've ever made in at least a decade. Hmm. Um, if, if you looked at, if you talked to the guy at Willowbrook, yeah. or I've even golfed out of the state, these places are packed. Oh, they're really? Um, hmm. So COVID has has actually spurred a lot of interest in hmm. in the sport. Um, so I, you know, that was part of my belief is that if we could, um, that it, there's no better time than to try and um, have two courses, two eighteen hole courses, operate in the city. Um, it's a lot of these courses are just absolutely packed. Hmm. Interesting. And, and you think maybe because Ives has been closed for the last three seasons, it, 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 might that be a reason why? I mean, you mentioned COVID. That makes a lot of sense. People got outdoors. Well, well you and, and that was the thing. You know, people didn't have the opportunity to do a heck of a lot. True. 
so there were a whole bunch of people that went back to that game just to get out. Right. And um, but has it continued? You know, it, has it continued beyond that? Because I've noticed this. You know, there was a lot of things that did change. And like we did the first mm-hmm. year, we did the first year of Rocky Horror at the at the drive-in. That was in October of 2020. And that and the big reason there, sir, is because one, people couldn't do anything. They they just wanted to get out of the house. Period. Yeah. So needless to yeah. say, the first year was packed. We had hardly any spots available at a drive-in, if you can imagine that. The next year it was a little bit less than half of what we had the year before. And this last mm-hmm. year we had a hundred people on there. So again, I don't mean to no. compare it to that, but you know. And then I also noticed when we were up in Point Peninsula, the first three weeks of 2020, the place was packed. There was kids everywhere, and I was like, oh wow, this is going to go back to the 70s. We're going to have families. We're going to have people all over the place. Three weeks later, it was empty again. So I wonder, did that translate to golf? I agree with you, although I think it did turn a lot of people that either hadn't been involved in the game or turn a lot of people back to the game because I've noticed that Hmm. still a lot of these courses in the area have made money. Now, whether that's because we've had one course that hasn't been functioning at all. Yeah, I can't um, see that being a big, there's so many courses. courses outside have done very well. Hmm. Do you golf on a regular basis? Are you a good golfer? I'm uh, You're a hacker. I can be, but I can also struggle. So. Yeah. You know, I, most often when people are humble about their game, that usually means they're good. That's, you're probably good. Uh, I, I'm okay. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. That's as far as I'll go there. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, 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 I don't golf as much as I used to. I live right near the... The the uh, um, park. I'm right, literally right next to it, and it's it's a gorgeous park, of course. Now, are you saddened? That, have you ever golfed at uh, Ives Hill? I I am I am saddened by that, but uh, I'll be honest with you. I was somewhat upset though about this decision. I I think it's you know it it hurts the uh, I think the taxpayer in the long run, and um, you know so. Even though I am a golfer, you know, I haven't golfed at the park since they made a lot of changes in the last few years that hmm. I, I didn't think were were really good, especially, hmm. and, and some of this, ironically, was caused by the city when they uh, made Mr. Lundy move his parking lot, hmm. so he does move his parking lot, he has to take out his 18th green. To accommodate that extra parking, and then a year later, of course, hmm. um, there was a big to-do that well uh, that they can't do that again. So you know that's when he responded by saying, "By uh, he didn't actually sue two of the council members, but hmm. he had put a uh, a notice of claim." No. Oh. So uh, I, I, I believe you know the city created some of these issues and then you know here we are um so you know and i know you you kind of want to get away from that well i mean i I, you know again i just and i do too in some ways you know it's tiresome right it's also frustrating i did actually go to that meeting you went last night last night yeah i i absolutely did and i i was not surprised right that's what happened based on um, Ms. Ruggiero and the comments that she made on the hotline. Right. Uh, yesterday, I had a feeling it was going to go that way. Right. But, you know, I, I do, you know, I, I understand what she was saying. We've hmm. never done this at a special meeting, but I don't recall the city ever trying to buy a, a $3.4 million right. Well, And in addition to that, remember, Bob Sly is resigning. He's going to be done. I yeah. mean, again, so there was other 
other factors you know associated with that of course but you know you talk to mayor jeff smith he says okay that's too bad so uh, okay we'll get another lawyer we'll have to wait you know so well uh, yes and when you're making something like a purchase like this you know we can say what we want about this but if we look back or if we look forward say in a few years from now right. and that course is struggling mm-hmm. and city finances you know we won't be flush with covid money no and you have to make decisions about keeping people on staff right national grid contract is up too that's a big uh, that's another huge factor yeah we have to make tougher decisions all of a sudden people may be looking at the golf course and think we can't afford to do that well they said they they did say the same thing about the pool too remember that and they also said the same thing about the arena i agree with that i do um but i also agree that perhaps three pools in a city this size. Yeah, a city this size. Maybe a bit much. Right. Um, no, there's no doubt. But know. tell that to Debbie and other people on the north side. They would disagree with you. But oh, you're I, never I, gonna... I understand. Yeah, yeah. you were there last Everybody. night. Hey, by the way, yeah. uh, what did, you, did what did you think of uh, Donnie singing? Was he flat or was he on key when he, <laughs> sa- when he sang? Uh... You know, when we get to that that level, I you know, I kind of detach myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, That's an embarrassing yeah. moment for Watertown history right there. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't need that type of behavior. Mr. Berenger, rel- calm yourself. What did Jeff say? Mr. Berenger. That was hilarious. <laughs> I thought he did a... I, I did think Mayor Smith did a great job. Yeah, he, he did, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I, I know there'll be other people that will... I know, I know. Well, trust you know, me. have differences of opinion, but sure. I think, in the, you know, it's kind of been... Right. I feel like almost, you know, there were so comments made about, so, well, this is orchestrated or we've got... Right, 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 right. right. Illuminati, that, that world order. Yeah. I think that percentage represents... Uh, the percentage of people that were there and upset, I think there's a lot of people that are quiet. You know, people are busy right, right. in their life. Well, does this... And, ru- does this, ru- this ru- let, me, let me interrupt you for a second. Does this yeah. disrupt things as far as the love for Cliff Olney? And, of course, there's always been talk about Lisa running for mayor. And, and uh, does this – I mean, remember, Pat Hickey is running again next year. He only did the two-year term because he was filling in for half that term. Does this question – you know, does this disrupt their plans when they, when they run again or, for that matter, if they throw in oh, their hat I, for I mayor? Think, I think there's definitely going to be a comeuppance there. Um, somebody, you know, somebody said, why can't we put this to a referendum? Yeah, well. This issue is – and – Somebody else made a comment. Well, there will be a referendum in a sense. next year, and right. then two years later. Sure. So, so I, I do think there's a lot of angst. One last question: uh-huh. You were there last night, and he was very vocal. Yeah. And then I got to go. Uh, Cordy Harbaz, is he? Is is this an indication that he's going to run for mayor again? I have. I I, I don't know, Cody. Um, I I thought that he represented himself pretty well, especially. Um, I think it was on the hotline he called in, and yeah, I yesterday. think he had some, some good points, but who, who knows? And, you know, when you watch some of this, uh, you go, I, I, you applaud people for putting themselves in the uh, Might. in the theater. You know, it's, it's, it was nerve-wracking for me to even be there, and I wasn't up on that. Well, thank you, my friend. Good stuff. Good way to get the show started. I appreciate it. Thank you. And your analysis of things. And the fact that he was down there last night, I thought I'd ask him some additional questions. Hi, you're on the Live at Five show. 
What's going on, Glenn? Um, it's Jason. Tra- it's going to change the world. It's going to change the city. We know. I try to. What right. happiness and real change. One electric bike. I didn't bike go at to the meeting last night, but I guess no one could not talk about them finalizing the deal with the golf course. But you could have sang. Well, I'd probably scare everybody out of the room. I'm not a good. Oh, singer. I want to tell you. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I had the worst um, voice. There's one other thing I want to talk about. Donnie had a video of him, got, I guess, going to Samaritan Medical Center. Huh. Okay. And they denied him service because in the video he said he had a medical condition or something. Hmm. And they tried to force him to wear a mask. Oh. Yeah. And how do you feel about that, Glenn? Because if uh, so, well, first of all, what? a non-tox yeah, yeah. organization. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me answer the question, Jay. The one okay. thing I have to admit, and this makes a lot of sense. And, 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 okay, and I know SUNY schools are trying to bring the masks back because they're run by uh, a white elitist liberals. I get that, but I have to say, since everyone got used to wearing masks over the course of a year or two, to me, there's really it's it's not even a compromise. It, to me, it's if you're going to go into a medical office, even a dentist's office. I call in a dentist's office, and they don't require a mask. But whenever I go to the doctor's office with myself or my wife or the hospital, I expect to wear a mask. It's the least you can do. And I think it's going to be that way forever, to tell you the truth. So I don't have a problem with that. I know Donnie does. By the way, why did Donnie go to the hospital? Is he sick? I'm not sure. I watched the Did gravity catch up to him? uh, Glenn, it's a choice. You know, it's. Um, I, I had the same issue with the bus, and the reason I say this is if you have a medical doctor's note and it says before, for medical reasons, if they wear a mask, they are already protected. So I don't need to protect them. If you already wear a mask, and for me, I already took my COVID test and it came back negative a year ago. Right. So uh, for me, it's a choice. If we want to be a country that denies services because Someone gets afraid or Bye. someone Bye. has fear. Bye. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Jason. I, I, I have to move on because I, I know we're going to get a decent amount of calls from the lingering effect of last night's council meeting, special meeting. You're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hi, it's Amy Horton. Amy, oh, my goodness gracious. Otherwise known <laughs> as Amy Charlotte Boyce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I wanted to say I wanted to chime in on last night. Um, yeah, yeah. Here's my thing, Glenn. Yeah. What What did it matter if people wanted to speak last night? They already had their mind made up. So don't you think if they would have said, you know what, just speak your piece, let's let it be heard. We're we already are going to say yes. Those three. Right. So give them their time. Let them speak. Who cares? Well, I think if you're on the... But they didn't want to do that. Well, I think, one, it's... I think it's a combination of things. Um, They they had a lot on their plate. They also had another session after the session was... They threw everyone out of the room, I guess. Unless everyone just left, they didn't want to hang around for the the rest of the stuff that they talked about. They were there for hours. But I think the question is, this limit to the amount of time that people can do has not really been exercised. And you would figure, and you have to agree with me, Amy, last night you know that guys, including ben, guys like Ben, in all due respect, would not only talk louder last night, but longer, because they knew that was the night of the vote. And I think that would have made things a little bit more contentious. I don't think it would have changed anything. Have, but, you know, nobody was able to even see 
all of the information. That inform- the small limited amount of information that they finally did get, hmm. the public never had a time to talk about it. Imagine if this was the pools and Debbie Dermody didn't get to voice her advocates about pools. Could right. you imagine what the news junkie links would be? Right. Today it's funny to see that there's not a single news junkie link about the majority, majority silencing the public. Had it been the opposite, hmm. oh boy, would every, hi- every highlight would be, oh, Jeff Smith silenced the public, right. doesn't want to let the people speak. Right. So they right. would have been better off, you know what, even if they would have had to sit there for three hours, right. yeah, they would have hated it, right. but at least th- none of this would have gone on. You know, it seems like... But Je- now what this has done to them... Yeah. I hope they realize. Yeah, I'm telling you, because it, I, it, you would agree with me on this, I think. Jeff Smith, in, in essence, is almost like the Donald Trump of Northern New York. He, he, he does, you know, he, he has a strong opinion. He's got an ego. I think Jeff would admit that. He does a great job. He's a businessman. And uh, he thinks, you know, fiscally he's conservative. He's tough on things. But he doesn't get a lot of love from the media. And as you know, neither did Donald Trump. So I yeah you're right there. If it was if it was right. the and if his shoe was on the other what? foot, and it's it's all those people that don't know him, right? That would say all those dirty nasty oh, things I know. about him, right? Right. And right. they don't know him, but you know what? It's the mob mentality. Would be, the first people to give you, would be the first people to give you a shirt off your back. Sure. Oh, I know. You know what? I can say that as their babysitter. I know. I know. And I hear I people share <laughs> you know, stories with me people. all the time. It's yeah. just crazy to me that those those three should have let the people speak, whether they sat there for three hours or right. four hours right. and listened to people scrutinize them and tell them why they were against it, right. that should have been their right. I don't care if it was a special meeting. If there was that amount of people that showed up to a meeting, you know what, they should have said to themselves, yes, maybe the special meeting law, we don't have to listen to the people speak, but this many people did come to speak, and I know they're against it, but as their public servant, I'm going to let them speak. That would have been better for them, but they chose not to. Uh, what what about the that. first five minutes of the? I missed the first five minutes. What what say you about that? Apparently, they were talking over each other. Oh, it was the first five minutes was a little bit ridiculous. You know, what's always ridiculous for me to watch is, you know, yeah, of course I I am a Jeff Smith supporter, and I don't I don't care to say that. But it's funny as you watch city council meetings, right. Lisa and Cliff will always talk over Jeff. Hmm. Whenever Jeff gets a turn to speak, they will always cut him off hmm. but well. you don't see the opposite from jeff cutting off lisa or cliff right, or right. pat when he reads his calendar right right i mean we know when pat hickey goes to the bathroom like <laughs> do we do we i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i just hope that we can have better things for our city because it's really it, it is sad to see that the way that the city is going and i think majority of city residents do feel that way that Mm. this is this is pretty sad Mm. and people will move out of the city and find a place out of town because they don't want to deal with us and what's going to happen if this golf course deal does go through there's no way that they're going to charge how are they going to charge we don't charge for our swimming pools right right it's interesting you know i I would rather golf than go use the pools yeah but typically municipal golf courses charge because my my son goes golfing all the time it's the most expensive course yeah. Around here. Yeah, but they, the park is. But they're gonna they're gonna charge, Amy. You know that. They're not gonna let people golf for free because you're a city well, resident. Only he's gonna let people. He's gonna charge. 
Yeah, I'm sure they would have to. They would have to. It would be dumb not to. You almost have to expect the charge. I can't imagine they wouldn't. Either side. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, that's all I want to say before. Well, I, uh, thank you, Amy Charla boys. Thank you. Hope for better days for our city. Yes, Amy Horton, ladies and gentlemen. All right. There Thanks. you go. Bye-bye. There you go. Uh, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Lefty. All right. Give me a sec. Call me up. I got to do a break because I, I know you're going to talk about it. I got to do it. Call me up after this, okay? Please, please, please. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Thanks. I, I know I don't I don't normally do that, but I just looked up at the clock, and you know Lefty's not going to talk for 30 seconds, so we'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Anthony DiMasselli at Drive America. 100 new bands. It's the holiday season. Dip, dip, dip. Come right over here and never mind that. It's the holiday season now. It's the holiday season now. Yeah. Yeah. Little Andrew Dice Clay there. G version, of course. Higher in the air. Yeah, Glenn. I just want to make a comment which I differ with you. Yeah. Yeah. you said uh, you made a comment and said that three point four million dollars is really not much money today. Right. Well, I got to differ with you about that because this is a town of twenty-two thousand people, and there's only forty to forty-five percent paying taxes in this city. Mm-hmm. Now, if something seriously happens in this city, forty percent or forty-five percent's got to cover that loss of money. Sure. So that's all I wanted to say. For a town this little city as it is, right. that is a lot of money to protect the taxpayers. And they're taking that away. I think they're going to be, uh, they aren't going to like it in a few years. Thanks, Glenn. All right, thank you. Uh, well, oh, you know, yeah. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. You're on the air. All right, all right Glenn, how are you doing? What's happening? Hey, I just want to call in regards to about the golf course. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, I just want to call about the golf course. I just want to let you know for the experience of myself with Lundy, he's a very, very bullying person, and he has, like, a lot of lawyers, and he likes suing anybody and everybody. Ask somebody in regards to the Northside Improvement League how he ended up with that because he bullied numbers Hmm. about the Northside Improvement League. That's how he ended up with it. So that's why the golf course was bought by the city because they bullied the members Hmm. of the city. Council, you think that stems from the uh, the lawsuits about the uh, the issue with the with the blade of grass and the parking? You, are you referring to that, or that they succumb to that? And we're talking about only in, in Ruggiero? Are you saying that was in, a factor? In, in general, everything with the Lundy situation, how he can sit there and bully people of getting what he wants. Oh, I see. Yeah. As of what, the, what happened with the Northside Improvement League, how he ended up with that mm-hmm. because he bullied the board of directors on that mm-hmm. over potential lawsuits against the league and members. Mm. Well, so he turned around and done the same thing with the city council members. I really believe that's what he's done with them. Interesting. So this is, that's what I believe. I understand. You know, and again, that's your belief. And you were getting calls about this and that. Um, just bear in mind one thing: the Northside Improvement League wasn't exactly too solvent when it when it when it when it went out. I don't know if we can call that a business. I don't even know if they're still running that civic organization. But they were struggling at one point. So sometimes developers might come across as being, you know, unscrupulous, unscrupulous about their approach, and they might come across as being aggressive and/or being a bully. But isn't that the way of doing business when you're a developer with tens of thousands, hundreds of millions of dollars in investments? 
not when he promised something and then never materialized and then blamed it on the members, blamed it on of the leadership of the Northside Improvement League, hmm. okay, when it wasn't the Northside Improvement League, it was his fault hmm. because of the fact is that he wasn't returning phone calls and going to meetings proper, and he was hoping that the year would expire that he had had qualities with, and it did. Hmm. But being that said, that's when he becomes the bully part of it because he wanted that left that expire hmm. the contract well we don't know yeah and again this is you're expressing your opinion and whatnot we don't know if that applies to what happened at the park but we appreciate obviously you calling in about this my friend thank you thank you very much hi you're on, yeah you're on the live five show. hey glenn what's going on brother what's going on tim the enchanter yeah hey listen yeah it was funny that lisa up there do um stewart's new store yeah did not want to vote for it, but she squeezed the orange juice for more juice. They have them put in new crosswalks. Okay. Well. Well, she couldn't even squeeze more orange juice out of Lundy. <laughs> There's a reason for that, Glenn. What are you talking about? Squeezing this, that, the other thing. What are we? What is, well, what's going listen, on here? you just don't settle on three point four billion dollars, Glenn. Right. No. And then Lundy's going to turn around and probably build a building to cover up the junk they bought. What's that? What are you talking? What, what do you mean? What do you mean junk? I don't know what we're talking. We're we talking about that the clubhouse. That stuff is junk up there. Mm. All those carts. Yeah. That tent she's talking about. Yeah, the tent. That thing's junk. They ain't no. That's not gonna hold five foot of snow. Give me a break. Well, they took the. Well, I'm gonna let. I'm they, gonna they, let you go, Glenn, because my voice is shot. Yeah, yeah, it sounds terrible. Lisa, Lisa sold us out through us on. You lost bar. your eyesight. Now you're and losing I your voice. I love Amy Horton. Yeah. And we all love Amy. Yeah. Have a good night. Thanks, uh, Tim the Enchanter. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn, I made it back. Ah. Do, do you have do you have a a copy of the agreement that you were reading? Uh, yeah, I got the, what about uh, Brian Peck? No, what no, you, just no about the the I, whole whole deal. I don't was, have it in front of me. No, I had it, and then I I, I don't know what I did with it. It's not here. I only had well, four here, pages. Well, here, what you what you should do is you should have it and highlight the part that that mentions. That Lisa and Cliff are going to be let out of a lawsuit if this goes through. Right. Put it in generic terms. Read it to Joe Stanley when he comes in. Good Don't point. tell him what it's about and ask his opinion and see if that's the definition of extortion. I'm sure it's rooted rooted in lawyers' terms, so it isn't. But the general public mm. think we're getting extorted here as the city. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, ask him. Just do it blindly, though. Is what you want to do? Is ask it. Hey, Joe. On, uh, on another, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, on another crazy note, i got a dentist appointment tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'm going in with a mask on because that's just the way things are yeah, now. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. You know, I, I don't wear a mask. I don't believe in it. It's been proven it does very little to nothing, right. especially for the person, you know, that's not wearing it. So. You know what sucks, though? When you, when you go to an early uh, morning appointment at the doctor's with a mask and you go in there with a cup of coffee, and then you gotta, you know, you got to sneak in a sip every now and then without anyone who's like, whoa! Glenn, I don't, I don't drink coffee. Never had a drop. <laughs> You're the most boring person I ever met I've in my I've life. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never had a cup of coffee. You're yeah, worse than Donnie. You should hang yeah, out with you're Donnie. Sweat, and you're, and you're, you're slapping on your desk. It, it, that, it, a little of that goes a long way. It's like the laugh track you used to have. A little of it goes a real long way. Don't get, too, don't get too involved with that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I was, All I was, right, brother. Hey, I, I keep up the good work. Keep everything. And you were, you were a, little, a little bit soft on... On uh, Lisa, but overall, yeah. you're you're giving good interviews. You're doing a good job keeping yeah. all this going. While I appreciate, I appreciate. Listen, listen. 
Now, let me explain that. And I got I got chastised today by Frank, and I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong, but someone had the great uh, uh, gracious uh, uh, ability to come in here and address a very very hot topic issue right here on the Hotline Show yesterday. It was an extended show. And I'm going to let people talk and give them their, their viewpoint because I knew I knew Lisa was up for for a lot of calls and she got a lot of calls yesterday and that carried on till last night. So I, I I don't see anything wrong with getting her side of the story. And quite frankly, we are part of the fair and balanced part of Northern New York. Yes, we've had Je- Jeff Graham here, former mayor, four or five term mayor. Doing the show on and off over the years since the 90s. Now we've had uh, 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 J- Jeff Smith in here talking about his side of the story. It's best to get someone else's. That's why I, I gave the microphone to our council person yesterday. So there you Well, have. I, I, I'm not like a Cody Horvath where it's like, oh, I'm never going to talk to you again because we're disagreeing. Yeah, I, that's, I like Lisa. Yeah. I think she's usually right on on things that she says. Usually. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is a little different. Listen. I, I can't understand it unless there's some pressure that... Isn't, isn't quite clear to all of this. Nah, Doesn't it just seem to you like there's something a little strange I, in this? Nah. That someone, I, would go, that I, someone I, go out on a limb like that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, are you suggesting anything like underhanded? Like, uh, you know, you know, you're going to get a little incentive here? Or people have been saying no, that about no, Cliff? No, no, Certainly and, nothing like that. But I do feel that the pressure was on her. And I, I think she has ambitions to be mayor. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, she just thought if all of a sudden she's sued... Whether or not it can be personal or not, I don't think it can be. Personal. I'll bring that up tomorrow think, with Je- with Joe. I think, I think she's I think she's protected under some guidelines. I think uh, Cliff is too. But the thing yeah. is, is whether or not legally you can be sued or whether or not you're going to lose, you can be brought to court. It can cost you a lot. Who the of heck money. wants to be this? Who wants to be a city council person when you run the risk of being sued by your decision that might affect you in a future decision? You can't win. You can't win, Lefty. Well, it, it, it's the same thing now where there's multiple states, like most states now, I believe, you can sue an individual police officer. They right, have the exactly. Who the hell wants to be a police so, officer? Good point. And I don't, I don't know what that is under, under the guidelines, but it just feels as though the pressure cooked up because it seems like it isn't the normal her that seems to be like the hmm. one that kind of has common sense. I mean, just it didn't, it's an extreme cliff. Nah, you thing. say that, but but, but she's been like siding with Cliff and Pat for the last 10 months. So, what, you know, why is this any different? They're siding together again. This is a three against two. This is the shift in ideology. This is why uh, well, Donald Trump lost Watertown in the 2020 election. The first yeah, Republican you're, you're, to do you're, so. You're, you're Ever. Right on that, but I, you know, there, I haven't found anyone outside of that one guy that thinks that was the right decision. Right. And I know people that just hate Jeff Smith. They call him an elitist. They're all over Facebook. Right, which is untrue. Right behind him. Totally like, untrue. He, he's right this time. Yeah, you know? this time. And it's like, it just, it, you know, it, 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 I think you're right. It's kind of like he's the Trump of it. And, you know, he, he's got FU money, you know, so he can just say that now. And, and to him, this this position something that can come and go like at any time. Yeah, he's but carry on as a but I, I think he's going to run again. I, I think after all this, all the dust is is, is settled. I, I again, I don't. I'm just speaking out loud. You know, Jeff is you know he's fifty something years old. He's got a family. He's got bi- multiple businesses. He and his family and his son they're going to run uh, Pierpont Manor now. They, you know, they also have a beautiful place south of here and so forth. But now I think he's just going to have so much vigor going forward, especially after this. I, I expect him to run uh, for mayor once again. But well, I got to go. I, I, t- I tell you what, the people that do a lot of things in life had a lot of things going on. They usually do them all well. Right. So I, I wish him luck on that. Yeah. 
But make sure you get get yourself some notes down. Kind of make it uh, a, a little bit anonymous. But as, when's Joe Stanley calling? Tomorrow. Again? Tomorrow. tomorrow call? Wednesday. Come on. You don't yeah, know that by get, now. Get that. Do a little research on that. Get that tonight, and don't tell him about what it is, and just get his honest opinion on it. And then you kind of got a little little free lawyer in here to see what it is, and there then fill go. him in, and maybe he'll change his mind. There you go. All right. Bye bye now. Don't you know? All right. That's uh, that's Lefty. You're on the air. Is he done? Uh, he's done. You always ask that. He's done. Well, I couldn't tell because the telephone in the... I know, I know, I know. It's 40 I, seconds I, I, off. I want to stay on the same topic, but I want to shift the focus. Yeah, go right ahead, please. Uh, congratulations to Steve Weed for uh, that video of the, of the uh, meeting last night. Yeah, time. oh yeah, he does a great job. The first 12 minutes or so, uh, I, 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 I was ready to cut my wrist. Yeah, well... That, that, was, pretty, that was pretty ugly between... Uh, well, you knew it wasn't going to be pretty going so between, in. Between Cl- uh, Cliff and the mayor. Yeah. And you know... I know them both. I like them both, believe it or not, uh, yeah. for various reasons, and I disagree with them on uh, some some policy issues. But that was really that was really ugly. Hmm. And uh, I, I think uh, city count and uh, it just uh, it was really really bad. It, it shows that the uh, demeanor and the decorum and the the, the, the I don't whatever the other adjective you want to use. Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, you didn't like it. You felt like they were they well, weren't I acting think, appropriately. I think there's going to be some serious people running in the next election against those people. And I think about three of those, at least three of them, maybe right. four. Right. One, I guess she's going to resign and go someplace else, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we all know that. Yeah. Sarah's out and in a couple I weeks. I would like to see the cl- Spaziani. Uh, clean slate, slate, top to bottom of that uh, city council. They're not they're not representing the city's best interest at all. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, we talked to Ben showing today uh, who is at the top of the list of the mock survey on uh, a news junkie asking who should fit in and of course Ben said I'm not going to be voted in for that and I said you know he's absolutely right there's no way they would vote vote for him um, so anyway it's going to be interesting to see who replaces well, when they had the interview before I, I was one of the people who got interviewed for that you know and I got to got the formal I didn't even get to the interview part when were you interviewed last time or, or two terms ago uh, this last time for uh, what's her name Pierce for, for who? For Pierce. You got it. Oh, oh no, that wasn't the last time. Was for Jesse Roche's uh, year. Oh, I'm talking about compliments. Right, right. That was I wild. That was in, next one before. Right. That. Anyway, and, and then I got the the, the, the formal letter from uh, Mayor Butler at that time saying, you know, blah blah. While we were impressed with your interview skills and everything well, you say on the Hotline Show, well, you're I out. Get, I, I didn't get picked for an obvious reason. Uh, they, they misjudged me and uh, misunderstood me and uh, whatever. Right. Uh, I'm probably the most, most most misunderstood politician in this area. There you are. People think they know me and they give their own opinion and they're about half of them are wrong. That's right. No, all of them are wrong, Danny. And all of them. They, Every single one. <laughs> they, just, they think they know my views, but they don't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I, I think a whole city council, we could... Top to bottom, we could use a clean sweep. Wow! Listen good. to Danny, boy, clean, well, clean house so. in the city hall. It was ugly. It was just, it was, it was not dignified. No, at all. Yeah. Well, that tempers fly. You know, things do get I don't ugly. Know if you saw that or not? Uh, the exchange between uh, Cliff and the mayor. No, I heard about it. I, I, I could only imagine. In, in the middle of it, then, then Bob Sly just calmed everybody down. Right. And went right through the thing where they were discussing whether you could have a uh, let the public speak, and then they voted, and everybody. Right. And that's when your your one guy got up and sang your song. Right. 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 By the way, does he live in the city of Watertown? Yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't. Then why does he think he has a voice in the city? Uh, of neither, neither does uh, a Duff man. 
Uh, neither who else doesn't live here? Oh, no, I'm not talking about their opinion, but I mean coming there elected and addressing city council as if he's a taxpaying member of the city. If he's not, <laughs> yeah. I, I just wish he would shut up. <laughs> now, when it comes to city issues, because that, 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 that cares no weight with me, and I think it does. With he does care. Else. Come on, come on, Danny. He cares. You know, and he did a lot for the uh, for the home, warming Unless center you're there. A taxpayer in this city, your opinions on the city uh, should be moot. All right, fair enough. All right, that's Danny. Thanks, Danny. Uh, that's Danny Francis. Got a, about eight minutes left. You're on the uh, Live at Five show. He can go shove it, just along with the other mask mandates. So Jason called in and, and mentioned about why I went to the hospital. Right. Yeah, why'd you go well, to the hospital? I'm going to why I went to the hospital, yeah, but I, had, I needed to be treated. I needed to see a physician. Okay. And the, it's clearly stated on their billboard <sighs> that it's so law that you can be treated. Donnie. Okay? Donnie. If, if there was a I knife... I don't care about the mask mandates. That's dumb. Donnie. like a sheep. Donnie. Donnie. If what? you if you had uh, accidentally fell on a knife or, or a rusty nail and you needed you needed, you needed needed serious attention, you would go in there and say, no, I'm not wearing a mask? Yes. Ugh, come on. Stop. I mean, you're being penny-wise yeah. pound I mean, foolish. Why, listen, why do you... Listen, you sound like a television news watcher. No. Okay. Talking about life and death. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like an episode about, of House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You can wear a mask. Go to the dentist. You wear a mask. You wear a mask. You know, why don't you get your vaccine? Why don't you get your vaccine? Donnie, there's certain oh, things did. Certain things you just got to do in life. It's certain things. No, you don't. You do. And, and let's talk about... Get a wait online at the DMV. No one likes to do that either, but you got to do it be, to get your car registered. No, you don't. <laughs> We're not going to take it anymore. I mean, do I have to sing that on the show? One more time. Uh, I'm going to lower you down. So uh, get away from your phone, okay, please? Can you uh, get away from All right, here's Donnie singing, We're Not Going to Take It. Go right ahead. No. I'm not going to sing it for you. Why? <laughs> well, you're no man's puppet? We're no, not going to take it. Oh, that, that. by the way, that's Twisted yeah. Sister. I said, uh. Quiet, quiet riot early today. No one corrected me, but it was twisted. D. Snyder. It was appropriate. Listen, um, the, the the people that showed up, um, they were great. I mean, they'll hear what they had to say. Anyways, it was it was amazing. So, do you? Uh, when do you, I first do, got there, I went up to uh, Mr. Weed, and I was like, "Hey, can you make sure your microphone's on?" <laughs> he goes, "Why, Donnie? Do you plan on uh, interrupting?" I said, "No." I said, "We." I said, "The people are going to come up here and speak." Yeah. Okay. And when the mayor said that the privilege of the floor, that it would be open, right. I scanned the room real quick, and nobody was making a move towards that microphone, hmm. and I jumped out of my chair in support of help, trying to help the mayor. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But they, I knew where it would go. I knew it would have to come down to a vote, right. and I know that the mayor's in the minority. Right. But right. you know what? It didn't stop us from coming out. No. They heard what they had to say. All right, real quick. But you know what? Yeah. I think... Lisa, Cliff, and um, Patrick, yeah. you're done. No. You're done. You're, you're out. You're, they're done. Right. Well, <laughs> the harsh words from Donnie. Donnie, real quick, who is uh, is uh, uh, Cody Hobaz going to run for mayor? Um, Cody? In your opinion. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope not. Yeah. Listen, I've known Cody for many years, like probably longer than most of anybody that's involved. Cody's a good man. What do you mean you hope not? Since we were kids, he's a good man. He's he's concerned citizen. I remember running from the cops with Cody. There you go. (laughs) Well, you're both criminals. There you go. All right, thanks. I'm being facetious, of course. All right, that's that's Donnie. All right, so there you have it. You know, but there's there's a time frame for everything. Things wane a bit. 
It's like a hotbed issue on, on your timeline on Facebook. You know, people go back and forth. Why did you say that? You're crazy. You're a MAGA society. You're a maniac. Randy Weingarten is a great person. You know, all this stuff. And then it just, you know, people could think about it and then it moves on. You know what I did here today? I kind of feel sorry for I, I had to, you know, I got my little phone here on Spectrum, and I just, and I want to chime in because of the latest stuff that's going on in the world, you know, the, the national stuff. I always got to see what the Yentis on the view are saying. So today, Joy Bahar was on there, and, and she's the most selfish liberal elitist ever. And by the way, where did she come from? Did Joy Bahar get into show business because she looked like Bette Midler's sister? Where did she start? I know she was a comedian. But, you know, John, John Mule Deal was a, was a comedian. He didn't get his own show years later as a political pundit. Where did she get her start? How did she become so famous? I mean, I know Howie Mandel did, you know, uh, what did he He did uh, St. Elmo's Fire, whatever. I don't, I don't even know what he did. But I'm so sick and tired of Howie Mandel because he did a little stint there back in the early 80s on some NBC show. And now he, for, he's been forever the third judge on America's Got Talent. I'm so tired of him. How people become famous for just doing one thing, and then they get a gig like, you know, America's Got Talent or The View every day. So I don't know how she made it. But anyway, today she was talking about how, you know, her father, referred back in the 60s or early 70s when she was a younger woman, obviously, her father, who was a real jerk-off apparently, he looked over at the TV, and Barbara Eden was on there playing, you know, her famous role as the genie in I Dream a Genie. And her father looked at the TV and pointed, look at her. She's much prettier than you are. And, you know, as much as I can't stand Joy Bahar, I felt bad for her. I really did. And the reason why she brought that up is because they were talking about therapy and how things are entrenched in your mind from when you were a child. So at that point, she must have been, I'm going to throw it out there, maybe 12 years old when I Dream a Genie was out. You know, she's you know, just getting into puberty and whatnot. Imagine your father pointing that out, that you're not as pretty as someone on TV. That's damaging. But then moments later, she goes, well, he's dead. That's good. He's dead. He was funny, though. I kind of liked him. It's like, oh, my God, most selfish bimbo pundit there is out there, other than Sonny Houston, who just drives me nuts. She, looks into the, she, she never looks at people when she's talking. I, I never trust people that look into the sky and they don't look at people. They just look straight ahead and continue talking and talking and talking until finally they just shut the hell up. Anyway, it's always good to know what the other side is saying because you just get the it's it's just it's just a means of determining where people are on the left side of the of the political coin. All you got to do is watch a little bit of CNN, a little bit of uh, 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 Joe Scarborough in the morning there with Zika. And, of course, The View. And read a little bit here and there from the Washington Post or the New York Times or the L.A. Times, whichever the deal is. And you get a little bit of that each and every day. And you just wonder how in the world this country is going to survive. Looks like we've lost, unfortunately, on the conservative side. We'll have to make, make things up in the next world, each and, if and when we have one. A parallel world or something. Or we all move to Florida and burn to death. Because I can't deal with the heat. I could never do that. It's got to be a better way. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Tomorrow, of course, yes, I will do my homework, Lefty. I'll see if I can come up with a decent question with Joe Stanley, if I can remember. But uh, and we do this. I'll be doing, of course, the hotline show tomorrow and uh, the live at five again tomorrow. Of course, Jeff Smith comes in Thursday and Friday. Up next, of course, this is AM 1240 W10 Watertown. Up next, CBS News. 
This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Millions of people across the central U.S. are getting hit with blizzard conditions today and could get up to 